Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more. Everyone, welcome to the Kickstart Podcast presented by ProTaper. It is a rare occasion here where all four of us are in the same place as we have uh, Anton in SoCal uh, for the uh, time in between A1 and the Oakland uh, jet ski race. And uh, man, so we couldn't do our podcast yesterday because A-Ray was taking advantage of the last rain-free day yeah. uh, to, go, uh, to go ride some soupy at the Yamaha track. But alas, here we are, Tuesday, first podcast of the season, and uh, I say by all accounts, everything went uh, pretty well for the SML A-Ray effort there at Anaheim. Yeah. Missed the main by one. I mean, hey, we're, we're still in one piece. With the way the track was, I'm, I'm happy with it. You yeah. Know, I mean, it was, it was sketchy. The track was brutal all day um, with, you know, you know a, lot, a lot of people talk like they would way rather the track just be a complete mutter mm. you know and just roll everything versus you know having a couple sunny days and then them building the track and fixing everything and having like those sinkholes you know slash curbs or whatever you know because whenever they do cover the track the jumps are dry but the transitions are wet yeah so it just creates like this curb and the transitions yeah and it is it is so scary. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Obviously, a couple guys got hurt, but honestly, I'm I'm glad we didn't leave Anaheim with more top guys hurt because the second you allow a rider to actually like build some speed on a course, right, rather yeah. than just a full motor, that's when things get a little hairy. It looks like. You yeah. know, I mean, there's still a little bit of depth, I think, in the 250 class. You know, with a lot of good guys. Um, but I mean, with Showing up and like watching the 250 class, I thought there was going to be a little bit more. I, I don't know if it's if it's like um, you know some people decided to go east that we thought we were going west or 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 what, but I feel like uh, yeah, like the the depth of the 250 class wasn't as much as we thought it was going to be. Well, I, th- I think. Do you guys think it's because jets all going west? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Do they scatter like rats when you turn the light on? It's wild because this West Coast is basically the East Coast last year. Yeah. It's like 17 or 18 of the same dudes that yeah. raced East Coast last time. Oh, wow. Totally. I agree, though. Like, even last week, like, looking at the names, for whatever reason, it seemed like it was going to be a lot more stacked than what it was on But Saturday. granted, you know, like, Pierce Brown, he crashed. Um, yeah. And, I th- and, and Forkner as well, mm-hmm. you know. Um, with Styles I think- was going good, but he had a big one in practice so i think he was just trying yeah. to get through the night mm-hmm. i think with 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 pierce and austin not racing the main event i think that lost some of the depth mm-hmm. so maybe if we have those two back in there it's bulked up a little bit more but yeah i think like of course there's going to be that gap between like mm-hmm. first to fifth like those guys are going to be tight and then it's going to be bigger going back but then uh i think as it gets going and some of those dudes that are on like a b team you know team solitaire or whatever yeah. thurry and thompson that's all going to get tighter as these dudes not try to just survive the first night. Yeah. It's going to get better as things go on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to think, too, for a lot of those guys, it might have really been their first time racing that bike or racing in a long, long time from even last season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do we do we know why uh, the Grieve opted to put Wilson on 
the West Coast and um, Nancy on the East? Yeah, so it's funny because I walked over there to say hi to Max. Yeah. And it was like 10 o'clock in the morning, like right after track walk, and Max is all geared up, standing by his bike, you know, looks at me and gives it the thumbs up and everything. I'm like, hey, what's up? And he goes, hey, it's the news is going to come out soon. We're shooting this photo for it, but I'm going east. And I was all, why? Yeah. And he goes, well, we just kind of realized that, you know, with Wilson Todd, his teammate, he's Wilson and I both race west coast. Dean's the only guy in the truck when the series goes east. I thought that they would have the, thought that a while ago because yeah, Wilson yeah, was right? supposed to be on the east coast like three weeks ago. And yeah. they're like, okay, he's going to have more time because his Supercross experience isn't a ton. Yeah. yeah. And I thought that was the well, plan Well, they said anyway. something about he's going home to race the Australian Motocross Championship or something. Mm. Oh. So it conflicted. So he has to ride west. So That makes oh, more okay. sense now. It was yeah, funny, though, because uh, he told me, and I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I shot a picture of him, and I posted it on our Instagram, but I didn't hit publish yeah. for like 15 minutes thinking they'd get it up first. But I guess we were still first. But then I saw – Paulie Parabinos, mm-hmm. and he goes, hey, are you playing fantasy? I'm all, no. He goes, well, will you give me, like, a, a, a piece? And I'm all, yeah, okay, hey, fantasy guys. Max Anstey's going east. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, and Paul was like, what, what? <laughs> <laughs> right away, he, like, put his video camera away and started, like, I did posting the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know they were – I didn't know they were – both riders were going to do West Coast. I thought it was – Yeah, huh. I, I don't know. That Australian Supercross thing, though, that makes sense. And I'm sure Max is, like, chomping at the bit to race. Oh, like, yeah. after doing World Supercross, those two races, not really racing, but those two or three that he did last summer. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Australian Supercross, he's ready. Mm-hmm. So a couple more weeks, I'm sure it'll give him time to figure it out. Him and Marty will get the bike sorted. Did yeah. you notice how uh, he looked leaner mm-hmm. and lighter? I asked him about that, and I was like, did you lose a bunch of weight or did you change your training or something? He's like, I didn't have to train for the big 450. So I guess he's changed his yeah. less sense. weights or something. I don't know. But he looked a lot. Not that he was big. He was just. Yeah. No, he was bulkier. Yeah, yeah. Bulkier, yeah. Sure. Dude, and for Wilson, that's such a bummer that he didn't even make it through the heat. Right. Like him and yeah, Hunter Schloss were coming together. Did you see the photo of Hunter hitting the ground? <laughs> I saw oh, the I saw a video of the crash. Wow. Yeah, yeah. That total, like. Wilson was doing nothing wrong. It yeah. was wrong place, wrong time. Mm. Such a bummer. I think the uh, one of the coolest crashes in the 2 class was old B-Ray. Yeah. Did you see his, like, endo? Yeah, over he, the, like, he, like, <laughs> yeah, softly cased the quad and then he the just went straight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Crazy. What do you think <laughs> of his kit? Like, he's, like, wearing Slaco. Slaco is he, gear. Is he wearing Slaco Renan stuff or is it just no, straight? No, just... Straight Slaco. OG, OG Slaco stuff. But he's got Slaco on the shroud, so I meant to text Axel and see what the deal is with that. Maybe if Axel's... Well, no, because remember he was at uh, Swamp Motor Race Series at yep. Kuya? He was telling me, yeah, yeah, O'Neal was cool and everything, but like, I'm wearing Slaco. They're sponsoring me. and like, Really? Yeah. That's sick. But uh, I don't know. Huh. Hmm. I wasn't crazy about that brown kit. No. It looks like OG7 stuff. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, years ago. But oh, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Forkner, dude, that Ugh. that crash sucked. Have you guys watched? Who it did in he? Slow-mo? Did he? He got he ran into the McAdoo's so, back tire. Uh, yes. so he got into it with uh, so RJ. RJ. RJ was on his left. McAdoo was on his right. I think whenever they got off the gate, he went a little bit left. RJ went right, and then with him and McAdoo, like he just got sort of sandwiched. Yeah, was that worse than your first straightaway crash? Uh, yeah. At, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was similar. Yes. Because I mean, pretty much the same thing, kind of happened, right? But, but yeah. I mean, it was. I think that was a lot worse. He, 
They, it, he flew. He ragdolled. Yeah, he flew. Hey, down, yeah. down the deal. So I wanted to ask you this because you did it one start too. Everyone that spun out of that far left gate, that mm-hmm. inside gate, they all went to the left. Yeah. First, like aggressively. Mm-hmm. Was there like a weird groove or something that everyone was hitting? Dude, I I honestly don't know. The start this weekend at Anaheim, like you know, with it, it was just weird, right? Because you had like in the middle. Yeah. yeah, you had like the whoop pad in the middle. And like it all, it was it was tight. Mm-hmm. It was very tight. You know that happened a few times. I feel like, and I don't know. I just I didn't really feel that comfortable. I haven't done very many starts on the Yamaha, but it uh, <laughs> it was it was weird. It was super tight on that left hand side. I didn't start in the night show on the right. Um, I did in practice just to try both sides, but but yeah, no, it was it was pretty crazy over there. Did yeah. you try one of the new grades out that they had? I have not, no. I've seen mm-hmm. it over there. Um, is it the grade? That's only this That's one? only that big, yeah. yeah. Is it just for packing purposes? For no, it's, it's so guys will not uh, line up. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. So I heard right away Forkner broken hand, and something's going on with his knee. See, yeah, I, I heard everything checked out, but I, did, I didn't know anything about the hand. I heard yeah. bone stuff, is he's fine as far as yeah. bones go with the leg. But they have to get MRI, dude. As soon as it planted, I'm calling. Like, I mean, I'm calling ACL. Oh, dude! Even the did you see the thing, way it looked? When, yeah, and then if you even watch the thing slow mo before he even impacts the ground, it's like his he was still stuck to the foot peg or something before he got flung because his legs already twisting weird in the air before he even impacted. Yeah. Like it's poor terrible. guy. Ugh. It's you, know, you know what sucks about that is he had a kind of a new program this year. Yeah, he's training with Charles Dow at Icon, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, I, I talked to Charles. Like, I use Google Translate because he speaks Cambodian. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he was saying Forkner's in good shape. Like, they've been trying hard, and he's got yeah. his head screwed on and everything. I mean, I mean, the night was – or the day was going great for him. He looked mm-hmm. really fast. And I don't – I think we kind of forget, but he was late to get on the bike. Like, him and McAdoo got, both got on the bike pretty late compared yeah. to the rest of the guys. Yep. So, it was impressive to both see them come out swinging like that. Yeah, I think within two laps in the first time session, you know the thing that Jason Anderson crashed on the on-off? Yeah. McAdoo yard sailed there. And then after the next left, that jump out, two laps later, Forkner just went buck wild. He didn't fall, but he was like, flew off the track, went in between the lanes and everything. I've seen that. I think uh, Forkner was the first person I saw in free practice hit that table over two into the left-hander in the 250 class. Yeah. Dude, what does that do for Austin? Like, this was his last 250 Supercross, and he was supposed to go 450 outdoors. Yep. We talked about it on Friday, and I'm like, hey, you you have an idea, but you don't even know. I don't think even they really know. And he's like, Kawasaki has some idea, but we just really have to get through this. And like you said, his mindset and how he was acting, like people have that perception of Austin after so many years and whatever – uh, these last two years, he's, he's really, a different place. he's yeah, yeah, super humbled, really dedicated and all that. And like, he was ready for it. You know, I, I think he did have a couple little like close moments in time qualifying during the day, but was still quick. It wasn't mm-hmm. what it was three years ago when he was off the track every session. Yeah. yeah. Jeez. Do you think he still ends up? Well, if it's ACL, that's six months, right? Depending. Depending on which doctor you get. Yeah. Yeah. Cause th- there's actually, there's a couple new, uh, stem stuff. Well, I mean, yeah, there's STEM stuff, but there's also a couple of new procedures out there. Um, I know there's a guy in Nashville who does, who did like RJ's and mm-hmm. stuff, and they like he was back on the bike. I mean, he was running 
and within uh, like a month. Mm-hmm. You know, like on a treadmill. I swear to God. Nuts. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and he was back on the bike within three, I yep. think. Yep. Austin had said something uh, when we were talking on Friday. He's like, you know what? I'm already – I know I'm in the back half of my career now. He's like, people don't realize that, but I've been gone for this long, and I've raced this much. I know I'm in my mid-20s, and it's on yeah. the backside now. And, yeah. uh yeah, another big season loss like that. And, like, I mean, if it's the, the knee injury you already damaged, too, how many times can you keep replacing totally. it before it's worse and worse later on? You end up yeah. in Dean's situation. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Dude, the first race. Right? Yeah, and no, it's, it's like it would be one thing if it was him doing a stupid move, but that was a full-on racing incident. Like, there's – Yeah, and everyone's like, on. oh, he, he should have let off the gas. Like, I mean <laughs> – It was already tucked at that point. <laughs> it was already tucked. Like, dude, I mean, in the heat race, the same thing happened to me. I thought I was crashing. Yeah. You know, I mean – same same deal. Uh, AC, did you rewatch the four? Yeah, I mean AC. I mean he was head shake all the way. The down last thirty five feet. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> I mean like I, I didn't s- know Cowies get head shake. <laughs> well, going back to what I was saying, that left hand side it was tight. I mean yeah. you you look at AC's head shake, Austin's crash. Um, I mean my front wheel getting sawed off a little bit just from me being sketchy. Up Shane hitting too. like the Shane. very left inch and just being. And they had sunk. to be softer over there, too. Yeah, and it yeah. was softer over there, everything. So that inside, like, yes, it was better. It was preferred, but it was very tight and sketchy. Mm-hmm. If you took the outside, at least you had the escape route like Freddie had. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was, uh, you know, like during, well, you were on the floor shooting, right? Mm-hmm. I only shot some practice. But anytime someone flew off the track, the, the guys on the side were all, no. <laughs> I was just waiting to get just ruined by guys uh-huh. in the mud. But yeah, Freddie played it cool out mm-hmm. there. Um, so Jet just romped. Yeah. You know, like uh, on an off day, too. Yeah, I mean, he was on an off day. He had sketchy moments in practice. I mean, everybody had sketchy moments in practice, right? With the way the track was. But I mean, you know, him, uh, dude, RJ rode amazing all day. Yeah. RJ beating him in the heat race. We're like, ah, okay. Like, it's just a so-so day for Jet. And then he comes out in the main and, like, flawless. Right? Mm-hmm. Like, crazy. The amount of maturity he has when the gate drops at such a young – well, I mean, I, w- I wouldn't say he's such a young age because he's been in the class for, like, what, the past three years. Three, three years. years, yeah. But still, yeah. Still, still. I mean, shit. How long has RJ been in the class? And we haven't seen that from him. Until this week. Uh, until this week, <laughs> right? He had yeah. said – somebody brought it up. I think it was Saturday night after the race was over. They're like, you know, you look bigger. And, like, I don't think that he does, but, I mean, a little bit. But I'm really interested to see, like, when Osho gets a hold of him to prep him for yeah. that 450 because that mm-hmm. kid's going to be a monster. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. going to be good. Yeah. Do you guys think he can win every race? This year? No. Uh, uh, I mean, he uh, could, but he's probably not going to. No. It's yeah. going to be too close, especially with weirdo incidents. This weekend? Have. <laughs> yeah. That, but then, like, triple crowns. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two East-West yeah. shootouts. Yeah, there's a lot that could happen between now yeah. and then. To the, I, to the point we made earlier about it not seeming that stacked, I should say it doesn't seem as stacked inside the top ten, but that top five is still, even with Forkner out, like there's a couple guys I, I feel like I can see getting wins still this year. And it's all guys that are older than yeah. Jet. They're not going to just be like, oh, it's Jet. They're going to lay up. They're going to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was impressed with uh, Mitchell Oldenburg. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I, I've gotten to see him, him and Pierce – Right, a lot this off season, and Mitchell's been flying at the test track, and then the track just a couple miles from here is actually an A1 replica. So, yeah, the conditions were different, but he he kind of knew what rhythms to do and whatnot. 
when he went there. But yeah, he looked he looked really good, and honestly, he improved throughout the day because his qualifying wasn't that great. He had a hard one. He in had the first a hard practice, one. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, the crash. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I saw it. It was pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Hey, so you know, we talked about the A one replica, right? Mm-hmm. Like. You can make a track. You can see the diagram and build it if you have the resources, right? Right. But then you get to the real track, and it, I mean, I'm sure it's similar, right? But it's, yeah. there's no way it could be exactly the same, no. right? Like, have you ever ridden on a replica track and then gone yeah. to the track? Yeah. What's, it, what's the experience like? I mean, you kind of know what you kind of know what to do. You're familiar with the layout, but everything is different, right? The spacing could be different. One jump could be longer than Traction. one buck. Yeah, exactly. I mean, the same person, I mean, isn't really building the same track, right. you know. Even the one right here, like there's one less uh, three footer or whatever in that long rhythm that people were having troubles with. Mm-hmm. So like this track right here, it screwed up that whole rhythm. They weren't yeah. tripping all the way through, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Hey Alex, how much did the track change from like just through the day? Like those three practices that you had, because like when I walked onto the stadium floor to get to the photo den, as soon as I walked on, my feet were done. <laughs> like so. But then as the day went on, it did dry out. And yeah. then um, that third last session was pretty good. And then nighttime came out, moisture came out, and then it got slick again. Dude, honestly, I, the, by the time it got to our third session of qualifying, it seemed like they didn't even do anything to the track. My fast lap, I doubled the triple. Mm, really? Because yeah. the second triple, I don't know if you've seen, coming out of it, all oh, of the ruts, hole? all the way across. Oh. Did the, that triple was hard. Too. Did that first triple have just like a complete G out at the base of it? Because yeah. I stood there and watched this guy just do. Yeah, and then it was keep down going. to the gravel, yeah. yeah. Yeah, even AP yesterday, I actually seen him at this acai bowl place and, and, uh, over there by KTM. And he was saying like, dude, that first the first triple, it had like the gnarliest G out in the main event. You would see guys like get up and put their weight over mm-hmm. the bar because it hit yeah. so hard, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but that second triple, it was hard all day. I don't know how the 250Fs were making it, but, like, the ruts were just all the way down the, the thing in practice. Yeah. Dude, when you G out on the face of a jump, right, Like because mm-hmm. there's a notch, it unsettles the bike. Yes. Yeah, it uh, interrupts the suspension, mm-hmm. and it causes you to jump way differently, right? Yeah. Does it make you boner air or Boner air, yeah. Boner air, yeah. yeah. So that's why you did that one at me in the Exactly. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You know what's funny is – uh, you talk, you, you made that cool video talking to guys about how the track was going to be. Yeah. So I ran out after the first like open practice and did some uh, Instagram lives with people mm-hmm. and said, hey, this track better than you thought, worse than you thought. And uh, dude, everyone I did it with, like, like I did with Sexton and, and Nichols and I did with Malcolm and uh, the MCR guys. And they all said like, dude, it's, it's not bad. It's yeah. been pretty good. They're working on it. He goes, and everybody had such big faith in Dirtworks, right? They're all, and uh, I want to say Sexton even said, like, I think this will be the best Anaheim one track we've ever had because it's not dry and hard packed. But, like, mm. I think by night show, it'll be a normal track. So I was like, oh, sick. And then so they worked on it between qualifying, time qualifying one and two. And <laughs> I saw you. I was like, was it a lot better? And you're all, fuck, it's worse. Oh, no, hell no. Yeah. No, like the track that uh, after the after the start straight, right? Like that start straight section where you were going like um, double on off or whatever. Yeah, it was weird. It, it was it was gnarly. Those last two were like curbs. How about right? the wall in the berm after that? Everyone was doing front flips over. Dude, right? Yeah, I know it was nuts. Um, that section that section was probably one. I mean, it was one of the most simple sections on the track, but it was one of the most yeah. 
technical because of all the ruts and then within the ruts like the curbs we were talking about and Mm -hmm. then uh and then yeah it's just holes everywhere and if you got in between anything like that like the dirt was so tacky Mm -hmm. and and sticky Mm -hmm. that it would just pull you left or right so when the track is tacky and sticky like that right you don't have the wheel spin coming out Mm -hmm. and you don't have the little bit of slide braking going in makes your arms pump up right yeah i would say so a little bit yeah it was funny. I was in Husky, and Malcolm had the Theragun. His <laughs> forearms. He's like, I'm pumped out, man. <laughs> but, like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, even, like, the other day we rode Paris after the rain and everything, and it was, like, sticky. And I was like, dude, my arms are gigantic because yeah. I'm not used to having that much traction normally. Yeah. Does that abruptness – so you know how you guys will be going really fast, but then even sometimes, like, you'll see it slow down, like, through the transitions. Does that tire you out way more? Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. The track this past weekend, it was very, very challenging. It was very tiring. Um, it was really busy. Uh, just with the way the track was, um, the bike pulling you left, right, the transitions, like, you know, with them being sharp, um, you were fighting a lot, fighting the bike a lot, you know. Do you feel it like, okay, you can do a million motos through the summer? Yeah. When you woke up Sunday, did you feel a place like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yep, you did. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. Like someplace totally I did, different? I didn't even race the main, and yeah. I was like, fuck. I was wondering I'm, about that, yeah. yeah. The huh. sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. um, lighting, like when it's like that, hard to see places are even tougher, right? Because you don't see the holes. and. It was bright, really. though, Saturday. Yeah, it was bright. It was, yeah, it was, was bright. It? bright. Yeah, it was fine. Yeah, see, I, I just got these 54-year-old eyes, right? Like, oh, man, I can't see shit anyway, but <laughs> I'm just like – to me, racing at night, even a stadium with great lights would be a challenge. And like, yeah. I think when the conditions are not consistent, mm. it's even more challenging. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Even at Paris, if they get some more rain than usual at Paris under the lights, it's, mm-hmm. you can't see crap. Yeah. Just because of dark, the dark soil. Yep. How were your blur goggles in these conditions? <clears throat> they were good. Yeah. yeah. Tear-offs? Uh, yeah, we had, had tear-offs. What are you going to do this weekend in Oakland? <laughs> uh, are you gonna just get a full face like street bike shield? I don't know. We'll, we'll have something. I got some Scots with roll offs. You could put a blur strap on. We have something. Okay. So before we talk about four fifties, let's talk about Team A Ray. Okay. All right, All right. So you show up. Like it feels like the 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 bike and the effort and everything. Boom, boom, boom. Came together. Pretty easily, but yeah. also really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you had enough time to prepare for A1? Yeah, I do. I think I think I did. You know, like with just with the way like injuries I had and everything. I mean, yes, I got on the back on the bleh, I got on the bike late. Um, you know, uh, like I said, I'm doing troll training this year. Um, I would have liked maybe a little bit more time. Like I will. It's like I woke up Saturday morning. and I'm like, fuck, it's already Anaheim one, right? Um, but but for the most part, um, yeah, no, I thought I was ready. I think we, we only thing that we needed was just maybe a little bit more testing with the bike. Mm-hmm. Um, you needed more start practice. You needed yeah. more clutches, but yes. we didn't have clutches. No, yeah. Yeah, that's that's what we needed. But we, we have some now. Um, Henson? Yes. Maybe not enough yet. Not enough yet. Not yeah. enough yet, but, but, uh, but soon. 
um, you know, we're getting that figured out. So I think I'm going to try a few different things on starts when, whenever I'm able to practice. You know, this week I was able to ride yesterday. I did a couple starts, but my practice bike clutch is kind of <laughs> kind of already on the outs. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, I'm thinking I want to try some uh, – I want to try a lower um, start device, mm-hmm. the Sella. Uh, mm-hmm. That's what we used this past weekend. I want to try it a little bit lower. And then also I want to try um, uh, maybe a start and blocks. Oh, yeah, 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 but not not like super tall, but maybe like just a little bit. Oh, were you not using blocks at all? Mm-mm, no, dude, and even I was a bit Eli's taller than you. Yeah, and he runs blocks. Yeah, I was a bit tippy toed. I think that maybe um, would help me with with maybe my balance a bit. Um, but uh, but yeah, I, it was just lack of lack of practice um, this past weekend. I mean, yeah, it's Anaheim one. Everyone's nervous, but I should have been better than that. Let's be honest. That LCQ start saved your life, right? Totally. I was, I was thinking about that. The bad like, start. The bad start saved his life. Well, if I had, well, wait, wait. Before we go there, before we go there, flipping with Shane, you would have taken an RMZ front wheel straight to the head. Yeah. Or totally. Up the, up or, no, the rear wheel. The rear wheel was all oh, going over. Yeah. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. What happened in the heat race start? I mean, that was like a scrub daddy level start. <laughs> no, yeah, no. Like I, I let out on the clutch, popped up, got all fucking pull the clutch sh- in. Yeah, I got all okay. shitty. Pop, pulled the clutch in, and then um, Harlan. I think. I mean, he was he's uh, pitted with us on the on the Rock River. He came mm-hmm. left a little bit, or maybe I went right. Fuck, I don't know. But I went right into his front wheel, and it was just like, oh shit! Like here we go, Melbourne all over again. So I like, I pumped the brakes, you know. But I have to say, entering turn one, dead last, you went pow 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 and got guys right away. So I'm I was. I I'm even crashed proud, in the I'm, heat race. I'm a proud yellow dad. Where the way you came to? The I crashed in the heat race before the before the finish line. When? Oh, okay. I couldn't see that from the booth. Late, late in the. Yeah, late, and then. Oh, okay. That's where you went because yeah. I saw you drop off from it. I'm like, where'd he go? Yeah, I was. I was in. You were close. Like I was in eleventh. Yeah. Yeah, I was in eleventh. Uh, let's see. No, I was in, right behind Harlan. Like. Yeah. I caught up to Harlan. I was right behind, not right behind him, but maybe like a couple seconds behind him, and then uh, Hill got by me. And then um, I crashed, and then I, I'm picking people off again. He'll eat shit. And then uh, Cade passes me, actually, because I got a, a bit winded just from crashing and everything. And then fucking last lap, he just tips over. I'm laughing at him because <laughs> like, he just worked so hard to freaking pass me. And then he just falls over in the current. <laughs> I was laughing at him. He heard me. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I got 11th in the heat and then 5th in the LCQ. I mean, So ele- after 11th in the heat, you go back to the pit. Yes. You're pit at Rock River, Yamaha. Mm-hmm. But are you like, hell yeah, I felt good. Like, cause that, no, I felt you know, good. Until you do a gate drop in race, you don't know, right? Yeah. Like no. you didn't know, like, am I going to be better on this Yamaha than I was on the the deadbeat Honda or, yeah. or, you know? No, it was good. Like I felt, I felt racy uh, in the night show. I felt really good. I mean, in the, in the heat race, right? I mean, it's the first race of the year. Everyone's nervous. I felt like my heart was going to pop, but. I mean, at the same time, like, I feel like I rode really, really good. Granted, that top tip over kind of set me back, but whatever. It probably wouldn't have changed the result. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of what we felt like after the heat race. Felt felt pretty decent. You know, okay. coming to the LCQ, I was like, fuck, like, third gate pick, I can do this. Like, we'll mm-hmm. be good. And then as soon as the gate drops, freaking, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you see someone yard sale like that in mm-hmm. front of you, I mean, you, you you were really calm about it. You like slowed down and kind of went yeah, on the bike. Yeah, no, I took my time. But when you see a yard sale like that, are you like, fuck, this is gnarly out here? Or are you just like, oh, whatever? 
That's yeah, two less guys I have passed. I'm like, <laughs> you know, you see a dude cartwheeling next to me, but uh, no, you just go around it and keep on going about your day. Just yeah. try not to do that. <laughs> but again, you came from way back. Mm-hmm. Boom, 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 right away. You got John Short. Yes. He got you back. Okay, so if you watch the broadcast back, you can see it. Like, as soon as we go to that rhythm, there is a guy that runs across the track. There was. There's a guy that what? runs across the track. Yes. Yeah. Like a, right. uh, a, like a flagger. Guy? Yeah. One of the flagger guys, the dudes with a helmet. Yeah. I forgot what they call them, but dig dugs. Dig dugs. Yeah. So there was a guy that ran across the track, but at this turn, there was a red cross. Uh-huh. There was a red cross. His guy was waving it. I don't know if he was waving it, you know, just to fucking wave it or what, but I was like, all right, I'm getting ready to start like rolling this rhythm section. And then he does like, he puts the flag up. Puts it, it away. And at that point, I was already like slowing down, starting like, okay, I'm gonna roll the into this rhythm oh, section because okay. that's where it's at. And then he lets it up, and John Short just blows by oh. me. I'm like, fuck. At that point, like, you know, he was already riding good. Like, he dropped his lap time. So and, it was responsible area that cost you the man. It wasn't yeah, puss area. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, it's not for me being a fucking pussy. I know yeah. that. I know that for a <laughs> yeah, fact. Yeah. No, I would never. <laughs> no. I, I I would ghost ride my bike into the stands before I was like. <laughs> yeah. That last, like, I told, I've told you even too. That last three laps, I'm like sitting in industry seating and I'm watching, and my legs doing this, and then by the end of it, my legs doing this, and I I was like screaming. I'm like, oh my god, I had to walk, and I was like shaking like this. I off. had a good push there. You were doing good. Yeah. And yeah I'll no, say this: good. the TV made it look real close, so like, don't take this the wrong way. The last half a lap, it was already pretty much you do. Yeah. I think it's gone. Yeah. The yeah. TV, though, like even into that last rhythm section, it looked like you were right there, but the gap mm-hmm. was a little bit bigger than yeah. it seemed. Yeah, he went because I knew he was going tight in the inside mm-hmm. right there before the finish. Like if he had gone outside, I'd probably blew his goggles off. But he went, he went sort of, he went sort of <laughs> tight. And I don't think I was close enough. I would have might have had it done like a yeah. Fred Norin from last year or something, <laughs> yeah. or like jump a berm, but. But no, like I mean, he was riding really good. I mean, those top guys were riding good. I look back at the lap times; we were all very, very similar in lap times the mm-hmm. whole time. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, for me, in the, in the LCQ at some point, I was on live timing. You were up to two seconds, the fastest guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, we we had some good lap times in there. I just I just felt like uh, with a better better start, I would have gave myself more of a fighting chance, and I think that I would have had a little bit more time. Um, I think I'd have been fine if I'd have just got a better start. Maybe even started within the top ten. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But you know when you're yeah when you're starting there, it kind of sucks. But one more comment about your day. I was standing in the pits like right before track walk talking to somebody, and uh, dark haired brunette comes by. I'm like, whoa, look at that hottie. And then I looked up. I'm like, oh, it's a race chick. So good for a race. Good for a race. Let's go. Yeah, it's puss. <laughs> it's puss. I got so many people that walked up to me. That's puss, dude. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, like going back to the whole uh, the Fred Norn, like, oh, ah. does it give you a little confidence knowing that when you have to do the C red thing, like we could probably talk about on the podcast and you get Venmoed your your fines. Uh, the fans would back you, dude. Dude, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. They they would definitely back me. Okay, so questions about the bike. Okay. Pro taper whole shot device work flawlessly, or was, was uh, we, it tough to set? Like it's got to be h- hard to slam on your brakes and get to go down. So whenever I'm at the practice track, it's pretty good, yeah. right? Like you can just boom, do it. But like I mean, you're pushing your bike to the gate and everything. Like you, you're not riding your bike up and slamming it down. You, you still have to have your mechanic down there to push it. And then like, I don't know if we we didn't have it lined up very properly. I don't know. Uh-huh. But um, like I said, I haven't. 
you know, done many practice starts. So we were off on the, um, uh, like the length, you know, mm-hmm, of, mm-hmm. of, you know, how, where to put it down. I think we need to go lower. Um, but other than that, yeah, it unlatched. Everything was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because, uh, I was talking to Stephen Reed at Pro Day, and there's mm-hmm. no pattern for the 23 yet. Yeah. And so I was just like, oh, well, it's just got to be centered yeah. and everything. So I look, you know, the, for the normal motocross guy, they give you a 100 or 90, 100, and 110. Yeah. So I put it out, you know, 110 or 100 or something. So that's, you probably have it like 130 or something. But yeah. No, I, realistically, no, I have mine at 150. And it yeah, you guys need it at like, yeah. Yeah. You need it super deep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because, we're, I mean, we're starting on the grates, and it's like, yeah. It's nothing but traction, right? And mm-hmm. you know, and we're on four fifties. And as soon as that gate drops, we're f- going, going, right? Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah. Uh, your mechanic supplied by Rock River, dude. He was great all yeah. day, my man. Dude, Mike. I tried, I tried joking with him, and he's kind of a straight laced guy. He is. Yeah, he's he's, he's just a good old boy. I yeah. don't know. Let's see, Indiana or Illinois? I don't know. He's good. where's Alex Nagy from? They're from the Illinois, same. Illinois. up north. Good old Illinois boy. Yeah. Yeah. He was he was cool too. Like the Henson guys came over and he was talking to them. Like, hey, what mm-hmm. do I need super to do? dialed? Yeah. yeah, everything. He knows all the torque specs, mm-hmm. all of it. He has like a, like a cheat sheet torque spec of everything. Like, th- my man was dialed yeah. all day. Like, I have zero complaints about my guy. Maybe maybe we need a little bit more of a sense of humor. Yeah, you know, maybe <laughs> we'll break him in. We'll break yeah, him well, in. yeah, we'll break him in. We'll break him in. He's, one, he's a good dude. One thing I was curious about: how much did he have to go through your wheels? Um, not very much. I mean, he was. He was on it, uh, pretty good. Uh, we do need to get him a a torque wrench, spork, spoke, spoke, spoke torque, torque wrench. Yeah, I do need to get him one of those. Um, I got. I'll bring one this weekend. Okay. I'll give him mine. All right, cool. Hell yeah. But yeah, because obviously, I've been told Look maybe at, I've been told though that maybe you should run your stock wheels this weekend. Uh, I'd, I'd run stock everything. No, yeah. my practice <laughs> bike's already on the truck. That's what I told yeah. him. Oh, okay. is it? Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah. Practice practice bikes on the truck. I that's why I couldn't do the podcast yesterday because I had to drive it to the truck. Ah. Uh, I washed it at Don's house uh, mm-hmm. with all my Maxima oil or yeah. not Maxima Clean spray bio yeah, wash yeah. products. Bike yeah. wash. Oof. Yeah. But See, yeah. my favorite is the cleanup. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you spray it yeah. on the chain and the engine. Oh, degreaser. Yeah, it's, great. it's good. Yeah. I was. Uh, Chase went to W this morning. Oh, dude, got the full so, yeah. tour. That place is nuts right i pulled up thinking like oh they just got this little front office that's no. cool and dude, he just kept walking me through buildings i'm like oh my god but dude, when you walk through the wheel building room did you feel like the magic of disney in there because those mm-hmm. guys are fucking badass and you just hear the like ting, 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 ting. <laughs> yeah. just spinning yeah. wheels is there anybody that does one by like sound like cling it and then like oh this one's like <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. i've seen guys do like that. A, i've never been yeah. allowed to like observe for very long because oh, okay, there's okay. trade secrets going on oh yeah. yeah no they're they're happy they're cool people Big news for them, they got Club Max now on board. Nice. Uh, no more of those odd color hubs that you hate, Don. Oh, the the baby ones. blue? They're just regular yeah. blue now. So yeah. yeah, that's good. That's yeah. good. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's uh, take a break to hear from our wonderful sponsors. Back for more. Race Deck is the world's largest aftermarket motorcycle suspension modification company. With over 35 years experience personalizing your suspension setups, Racetech Gold Valves provide a plush feel which drastically improves bottoming resistance and increased traction. Did you know that in addition to being some of the coolest people on motocross, the crew at WUSA are the official importers of Talon, Kite, and Edge hubs, as well as the leading resource for DID and Excel rims. Through the years, we've tested plenty of aftermarket wheels, and the wheel building crew at WUSA can't be beat. 
WUSA is the source for all things associated with wheels, including sprockets, spoke wrenches, tire irons, and more. Mention Swap Moto Live when ordering anything from WUSA and get a nice little discount too. Check them out at WUSA.com. Hey, this is Colt Nichols of the Monster Energy Star Racing Yamaha team, and I rely on Guiltless Food Co. to keep me fueled properly, feeling 100%, and is super convenient. It's healthy food that doesn't suck. Sign up at guiltlessfoodcode.com. What's up? This is Christian Craig. As a motocross racer, being in top physical shape is a must, and my favorite way to train is cycling. And whether it's road biking or mountain biking, I rely on Roy Cyclery to keep my bikes in perfect running order. Roy Cyclery has been servicing Old Town Upland, California since 1962. Mention the Swap Moto Live podcast for additional discounts in the shop. Hey guys, it's Ryan Villapoto. Now that I'm living the retired life and not bound to factory team sponsors, I'm able to choose my partners when it comes to building my bikes. I choose Backyard Designs to create my motorcycle graphics because they do a great job. Their kits look great, go on easy, and last long. Backyard Design has the most comprehensive and user-friendly graphic website in the sport. Use the discount code SWATMOTO at checkout for a discount at BackyardDesignsUSA.com. G'day guys, this is nine times X Games gold medalist Jared McNeil. Off the motocross bike, I spend plenty of time cross-training on my intense mountain bike. From the super fast and efficient sniper cross-country bike, to the aggressive primer and tracer trail bikes, or even the amazing Taser e-bike. Every intense is designed and developed in the United States and built to the highest standards. A life on two wheels certainly includes pedals too, so give the crew at IntenseCycles.com a look. Everyone, welcome back to the Pro Taper Kickstart Podcast. Um, do we have a winner from last week's contest? We do. So what did we give away last week? Yeah, set of grips. No, I think it was bars. Bars? It was bars, yeah. It was bars, yeah. Oh, ACF, Illumina. Yeah, because I said I would enter. Yeah, Illumina <laughs> carbon fiber bars, yep. which are the sickest bars. Have you been a set They're yet? so good. You haven't? No, right? I haven't. You bent the stock yeah. Yamaha bars. No, I didn't even bend those either. Really? Yeah, I just put, I just put them on. Oh, that's push. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, it's so been good. Bars are sick, though, right? right? Dude, yeah. they're good. Are you running SX Race? Yep. Yeah, SX Race. Chase likes Carmichael. I like, Carmichael. I like how they have... Um, I feel I feel like versus like bars in the past they have more room. Well, yeah, because that's the yep. that's the whole premise. Of them. It comes out and they have more radical upswing, mm-hmm. so that there's more flat space for all the yeah. buttons and. Well, yeah, I mean, because it's 2023 and you got trash control, you got you know like your launch map maps and mm-hmm. freaking shit everywhere. Start. So, yeah, kill. exactly. They're and ahead then, of the game though, because well, like if you take the reusable zip ties that Yamaha's come with. Yeah. They have those really thick ones. Mm-hmm. You almost can't even use those, though, because the thickness of the bar doesn't start to, like, where the bar pad is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so I had to just use some thinner ones. And there's room for hand guards. Are you running hand guards this weekend? Yeah. Did, did uh, Brian Fullerton send you? Yes, he did. A Cherubis? Yes, he did. Yeah. I have to say your plastic A stand looks sick. Right? It does look good. Dude, it's stickered up. Yeah, all stickered up. It's sick. Stickered up. It's good. I think that A Cherubis rug, though, is going to be fucked after this weekend. Yeah, I think so. (laughs) Uh, We might have to to just K-Bosh that for the weekend and then reuse it at Anaheim, too. Yeah. Okay. Handlebar winner is... Emerson Biggins. He says, I'll subscribe to A-Ray's premium Instagram if it's pictures of him only in RDX 2.2s. Oh, 
Mm. I thought I was going to say, oh, Samantha. That works too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Lots of comments, though. Lots I, have of, uh, I don't, I don't think I have anything on my subscri- subscription on Instagram. Do you have any subscribers yet? No, I don't even know how to do it. <laughs> Didn't someone – Jay Coop was just promoting it on Saturday, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah. With that model picture. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, if you want to win a pair of Pro Taper clamp-on grips, we got to uh, spice this up, right? We got to do something different. Uh, SML t-shirt. Cool. Will you throw in a t-shirt? Yeah. Uh, no, no, no. Better than that. One of your jerseys from this weekend. <laughs> oh, from this weekend. Yeah. Oh, from Oakland. We'll send it in a baggie with mud. Yeah. Oh, never, not washed. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's sick, right? You, think about it. Hold think on. about it. If you had a man cave, right, and you had this dried up, muddy ass jersey from potentially the muddiest race ever in Supercross history, that'd be sick. Like, okay, so when we first started Swap Model Live, Adam Cincerello gave me a Scott goggles roll offs. Yeah, I like goggles. From dirty. San Diego, and they're sick, right? Yeah. They're all crusty, and mm-hmm. they're you could hold it out, and the, the, the strap is straight out. Yeah. I went to give it away, right? <clears throat> but Limegate happened, and our attorney has advised us not to send them <clears throat> to the winner because if the lime, if someone warm <laughs> and went blind or something. Yeah. So we compensated. But, yes. How about, how about your muddy jersey from this weekend? Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, so to enter, comment on the podcast post on SwapMonLive.com. Get a pair of grips, get A-Ray's crusty jersey, and a SML t-shirt. We have to be careful how we uh, package this thing because if you stuff it right in with It'll all that sewage that's going to be in that fucking water, oh, oh. my God, you're going to have a biohazard in the UPS mail. That's mm. true. Yeah. Yep, so yep, you have yep. to, like, try to – your muddy jersey. Like, like, don't even go to get the mud off. Just hang it so it dries. You should no. wear like some like or just take well, like I mean, some it's antibiotics it, well, before this weekend because you're gonna have bum piss all over you. Uh, <laughs> it, dude, it, like no, no joke, this is gonna be uh, gnarly because how many times have you like read about the floods and stuff like oh, that? Where I just saw something this morning. Locker rooms at the stadium they had to cancel a, a baseball game because yeah. the sewage backed up into the uh, visiting team locker room and the Major League Baseball Association was like, "Yep, you're not playing here." Done. <laughs> this is gonna be weird. Good old Oakland, man. It's gonna be gnarly too. Like. There's no way. I'm sorry, but there's no way everyone's flight is Makes not it? getting canceled. <laughs> yeah, there's Shit. no way. I'm flying Spirit. <laughs> yeah, we're flying Southwest, which is the cancel, cancel airlines anyway, right? Spirit, Hopefully. bro. <laughs> You're flying Spirit to Oakland. We might have to drive. Yes, on. I'm flying Spirit to Oakland because I mean, dude. <laughs> well, I mean the the airport is like right next to the stadium. Yeah, that's what we're yeah. we're we're right in there too. Where are you staying at? Run it just the uh, I booked a hotel like last night mm. because um, Chris at Maxis is actually um, gonna send me a paddle tire straight to the hotel. So <laughs> um, yeah, I had to book I had to book my hotel like yesterday. Wow. Sam gone? No. She gone? Mm-mm. No, she's got to work, and then she's working this week, and then she's going to the Bahamas next week for a Ooh. work trip. And whoa, then she'll whoa, be at Tampa. Whoa, whoa, she'll whoa, be at Tampa. Your chick is going to the Bahamas for a work trip. Yep. Is her boss a man? <laughs> no. Okay, that's good. No. <laughs> I was going to say, dude. Maybe. Yeah. You know. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> Might have to do some investigating. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Is he like a Middle Eastern sheik, like fly you out? Let's, have, <laughs> let's party. How do they communicate? <laughs> oh, God. I'm not even going there. <laughs> We're just kidding. Hey, honestly, like if she if, – if, 
like she gets messages on her Instagram of like older people always like wanting to like hey like Sugar like daddy. you want to hang out with me like I'll pay you a salary oh yeah all that shit it's crazy right mm. that's cool mm. do you want a sugar daddy hey look how <laughs> this guy over here what I do what I do <laughs> hey <laughs> rhino dog no plastic hey no plastic he's over here drinking out of a glass freaking mason jar hey did you did you watch that little video from the pits which one the race day uh-uh. that I posted. Oldenburg or Craig, one of them said something about it. Well, I say it all the time. Like, I remember he did an interview with uh, Jason and Josh Hill. And uh, it was when Jason was on Rhino. And I remember the question was like, what's the biggest difference? And he's like, oh, he's fucking crazy because he made me buy all organic stuff. And I had to throw out all my Tupperware and buy glass Pyrex (laughs) stuff. I remember that. And I was like... Plastic, get that shit out of here. Yeah, you doing the <laughs> semen retention too? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You gotta hold that shit in, man. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, so whenever the what does he say? So when the opportunity arises, you're ready to pounce. Ready to pounce. <laughs> I'm in the prime of my life right now, so I'm good. <laughs> okay, so you didn't write your top ten down. No, I didn't. And you didn't write your top ten down. No. I said Dylan. I we Dylan all didn't. suck, though. Right. Uh, so yeah. one of the comments I, I just saw though was that A Ray's picks were actually pretty good. Oh. Really? Yeah. So did you save mine or <coughs> no? I thought you saved oh, I mine, mine in your notes. I have mine. I down. saved mine. Wow. I said Roxon Anderson Sexton. Oh wait, so hold on. I got mine in my notes then. I only have one of the top three in there. Mm. I so I got mine. third, but I had Tomac fourth, eh. Malcolm fifth, eh. Craig sixth. What did Craig get? 11th, Nichols 7th, uh, so Nichols got 6th, Wow. Frandis 8th, Frandis got 4th or 5th? 4th. Barsha 9th, what did Barsha end up? I don't know. He had the 11th, he had that eject, and then Cincerello 10th, but he got 9th. I didn't get a single guy right. I got Webb right, I think I got Anderson right, no I didn't. I don't think but I, I was right. off by like a, a a few like positions, right? Like no. I had Plessinger ten, Marv nine, Craig eight, Brandis seven, Mookie six, Anderson five, Eli four, Roxon, Webb, and then Sexton. Mm. Yeah, uh, only thing I got right in my top ten was Sexton third. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get nothing. See, there's no prizes for this. But the, but nope. but the thing about it is, if we had okay, so I want I want to say a little bit about this thing that we did on uh, Thursday night, right? So we went. Um, Daniel Blair, I got a text from Daniel Blair. He says, "Hey man, keep your Thursday night open because like we have something going on. Like we're gonna have like a catered dinner." I'm like, "Okay." Mm. So uh, we we show up, we arrive. There's like an open bar, like whole catered dinner, all this stuff. Granted, I didn't drink. No, Sam did. Sam mm-hmm. had some glasses of wine, which that's all fine. Um, and uh, I was curious about what this was all about. And it, it, it's about this new app, this new website. It's called MotoBookie. Mm-hmm. They're doing like a soft launch. Um, you can go to MotoBookie.com. You can put in your email. Uh, it's not an app. It's a website. Well, it's, well, it's going to be an app. But um, they're, I think they're going to be launching it, uh, I think, this upcoming weekend. Um, it's called MotoBookie. You can go to MotoBookie.com, enter, or put in your email. and you Boom know, Fantasy? No, no, you, you go, to the, like a, go to the website first. Okay. Because is this it's, where it, you can donate to the privateers, basically? So or you I can think bet on their positions? You can bet. You can bet. Like, say if you're in the stands, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, me and you are debating, like, who's going to win. You're like, all right. Well, you put you can go to this app, and you can actually bet and say, hey, dude, Jason Anderson is going to beat 
Cooper Webb tonight. You're mm-hmm. like, no, he's not. Fuck you, right? Like, yeah. And then just bet on it right there on the app. Boom, boom, boom. Done. What's the limit? No limits. Oh. No limits. Put okay. your freaking card in there. Hey, no limits. It's it's not launched yet. Yeah, it's not I launched. Ju- I just put my name in for info. Yeah, so like you put your email in and then you'll get notified whenever they well, they do launch. I think it's going to be very soon. Yeah. Um, I heard about this. They're doing it for the Arena Cross too. Yeah. Did you meet the Enforcer? Yes. And that's going to come out when people don't pay and bust ankles and kneecaps. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess, uh, you know, you can sign up or whatever. <coughs> that That's my understanding of it, right? I mm-hmm. just thought it would be super cool. It's an awesome concept. And I think, you know, yeah. there's a lot of people inside the industry as well who do this all the time on the side, yeah. you know, with their buddies. Uh, so I feel like, you know, there's an app now that you'll be able to go to. You know, to be able to bet on these type of things, like whenever mm-hmm. you're watching, and then they, they want to help out the privateers as well. So, some of the subscriptions um, can go towards um, a privateer of a choice. So, I think it's super cool. That's cool. So, I know like fantasy, like mm-hmm. the Parabinos, Mathis thing is big. Yeah. But like, have any of you guys ever bet on a motocross race, legitimately? Like at the U.S. Open back in the day, mm-hmm. dude. So one year I bet a hundred bucks on Ricky to win, and he fucking threw it away and ate shit. <laughs> but I was really good friends with Damon Huffman, as I still am, right? Like, so I bet a hundred bucks on Huffman to win, and he won. Mm-hmm. Dude, I won like eighteen hundred bucks. It was cool. Really? Holy shit! Yeah. Wow, that's badass. Was that Ninety-seven or ninety-nine? Ooh, ninety-seven. No, ninety-seven, I think. Yeah, eighteen hundred yeah. had to be a lot back then. <laughs> yeah, but it was shitty though, because I was after losing on Ricky, I was all pissed, so I didn't bet a hundred. I bet like fifty bucks, I think. Mm. So I could have won a lot more. Mm. Mm. Got you. But yeah, that was cool. But, yeah, no, it was a cool concept. Got to meet the guys. I'm actually going to go uh, meet back up with them tonight. So that's going to be good. I'll learn more. Uh, I don't know the full details of it, but that's pretty much all I know. You can go to motobookie.com, put in your email to get notified for whenever the app does drop. You know what's scary about betting or anything like that with your phone? Mm-hmm. It's way too easy to bet. Right. Because it just yeah. goes, whoopah, or your Apple Pay, right? Yeah. Like I had this little tiny experience with gambling this year like no 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 no. this is a totally stupid dark thing but i i was playing some word game with my kids oh yeah and then i got an ad for it's called like scrabble or no solitaire or something solitaire cash and i was like what's this and like on planes when i'm bored and there's nothing and i don't have any service i play solitaire on my phone Mm -hmm. and so i'm pretty good at solitaire so i'm like oh what's this and i downloaded it and you charge to your Apple Pay, and you get money, and you play solitaire, right? And so I was doing it, and I was losing money, and you, all these different games you could play. And I was, like, getting all into it. And when I finally won a bunch, and I won my money back, I had, like, $1 up from what I started with. I was like, I have a problem. I have to quit. <laughs> and so I, I cashed out, and they distributed, they direct deposited the dollar yeah. or the, the initial 50 bucks plus the dollar to my bank account. And I deleted the app. That's good. But I could see this Moto Boogie being a problem for me. Yeah, it same. might be. You know, I mean, maybe we could make it a a weekly thing to to bet on someone, like a dollar. All right, dollar. It's not as fun though. No, no not a not dollar. No. Maybe two dollars. <laughs> maybe two dollars. So this weekend, but, but this weekend is, excluded. But the thing about it is, with this app, you don't, you can't just, or you don't have to just bet with anyone. Or no, you don't have to bet with any. You could just friends. make the bet. You can make a bet with any oh, anyone wow. on the app. On the app, okay. yeah, that's cool. And like once you make a bet with that person, you can have a conversation with them, like a whole, 
whole different thing like messaging and all kinds of stuff. It's pretty, yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. There's like a whole message board on there, like everything. <laughs> Sick. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> okay, getting back to the race, 450s. Uh, wow. Dude. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow. Tomac, badass. It was funny, too, because I was talking with him beforehand, like, dude, you, A1, what's up? What's up, slow starter? Are you going to try this year? And he was like, no gonna get the a1's a race where you want to get through it okay and all that and dude then he comes out and spanks you got through it okay though yeah yeah no he got through it more than okay <laughs> yeah and and i've been seeing him ride at the test track right like i mean we're yeah. riding at the same track and he has been flawless it seems like um you know he's had his suspension guys there he's had gilly there every single day that he rides they don't touch the bike they don't touch the suspension at all, you know. They they did some tinkering around with like some clutch stuff, but I mean, other than that, like that's about it. Like, I mean, the new bike, he, I mean, all of the negative things that we had heard that he doesn't like, yeah, I haven't seen any of that at the test track. Mm-hmm. I, I see him show up, him do his motos, him smiling all day, loving it, and then going home. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, he's just going. He goes in, he does his work, he rides freaking amazing and then that's it you know and i think that's what we've seen this this weekend i think he's happy where he's at with the bike um even with the conditions i think he's a step forward mm-hmm. with the bike than a lot of us thought that he would be because there was yeah. a lot of question marks around him before yeah. this weekend you know new bike you know how's he gonna do i think he answered it yeah did you, did you see the tv again like the broadcast yeah he comes off because i was standing right there finishes Rides by Ash, gives Dirt Shark a rev, is all pumped. But when they stopped him by the podium because before the Yamaha people or Jelly got there, he just sat there and he's just smiling. And you can see he's not breathing heavy or anything like that. He's just going. And Chase pulls up like a few seconds later. You can see Chase even said he's got tight and a little yeah. bit tired and stuff. For 32-year-old or a 30-year-old dude, Eli's fit right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll say he's super happy and he's having a lot of fun. To all you other media people, stop asking him if he's going to race Supercross after oh that because you're just going to keep pissing him off, and he's going to, like, <laughs> wind back down again. He's going to go back in the shell. Yeah. Like, For real, because yeah. <laughs> that question got posed probably five times in different ways from Friday to Saturday night by yeah. five different people in press conferences, and he's uh, not going to change the answer. Yeah. No. Speaking of that, you were, you were really pissed after the race, I was right? pissed. Yeah, you were yeah, pissed. I was pissed. I think most media was pretty furious after the race. Yeah. Are they going to do something about that? Is there going to be a designated so. area? We're trying. Oh, there, there, was there, a, is, there a was a designated, designated area, area, but it's just the um, – No one showed up. No one knows about it. Yeah, that's kind of the thing. <sighs> so we're, it'll, we'll figure it out. Oh, yeah. and then to all the people that – there was there's definitely something going on at the Omaha pits, um, but it sounds like – I've talked to a couple people. There's It's for sure 23. There is yeah, a little yeah, bit of people. No, were, it's a 23. Well, yeah, but we were talking like it's well, obviously there's, there's a 23 someone, motor. There's someone starting a conspiracy that's a 22 chassis. chassis right? It was but it's so funny. Chassis. It was so funny at the test track yesterday. God. Was it? Because I was listening to the review pod from Pulp and Max mm-hmm. on okay. the way to the track. And like I'm listening to it, and then I turn my van off, and I, like, I open the door, and I hear them, because like, they were already there. I hear them talking about it. They're like, oh, they think this is a 22. They're all just cracking up. Yeah. They're cracking up. They're like, look at the fucking bike, dude. It's a 23. But, like, they were, they were loving it. They're like, ah, fuck it. Keep it going. Yeah. They just had the pits closed because it's A1 and it's Psycho, and they didn't want, like, so many people running in and out of there. Really? You know? I they heard, have a well, lot of people there, I too, I did right hear now. that a couple people were asked to delete pictures of the bikes. Like, strictly they were asked to take pictures of Kenny or – 
Eli's bike off their phones. Hmm. So I do know there's something going on, but it's probably something minor, like, I don't know, a, a sponsor brand or something like that. Remember last year's I think whole it's just thing the with grips. the grips, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's that just, again. I think that's all it is. There's a lot of people under the Yamaha rig. Like that yeah. video series they're doing, all the yeah. team people, like it was pandemonium over there. Dude, over how the about weekend. the Husky rig? Did you see the whole, like you walk out the door, right? And you go left and there's that like Like the wall. partition? Yeah. That whole thing is full of camera dudes. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah, they hired a couple new guys. This yeah. Series. It's I mean, it's like, year. there's like fucking $200,000 worth of equipment on the table right there. Mm-hmm. So many guys. I think, well, I think that was the plan because that whole series they did last year was kind of like the test run. Yeah. So. That's sick. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's like something we've talked about before because everybody's like, get a drive to survive or this, this, and this. It's already out there. Everybody's yeah, already got one. It. It's just got to be streamlined and like put out mm-hmm. uh, right. to other people better. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's all there. The Yamaha one's going to be wild. Yeah. So Eli Falls, that was a weird crash, especially Cudby's photos Dude, of it. Dude, the photo. It looks it's like, like it's some some. It looks like a free ride free video where the guy's like grabbing a tree branch over a whip or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but he, he, he's unfazed by that. Like when he fell, were you like, oh, he's done, damn it? Or did you think he could catch up? Um, I didn't think he could catch up to where he, where he ended up, obviously. But, yeah. I mean, the way the race unfolded, holy shit. Like it was just carnage everywhere. But, like, okay, the f- whole first five minutes were so loud. So loud in that whole stadium from all the passing and stuff like that. And then when he did that, like, it hit another level when he's mm-hmm. parking on top of it. And then how lucky him and Malcolm both got when he lifted the bike up and Malcolm went right over it. Like, split second, whole different story. Yeah, poor Malcolm, though. Yeah, Shit. such a bummer. Malcolm, like, after he did that, he hits the whoops, goes by the mechanics area, and I watched him come down that first turn and go like this, like, what the fuck? <sighs> yeah. Like, oh, my gosh, it. He's okay, though. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw him. I saw him walking at, at the end of the race. He didn't want to talk to anyone, though. It said uh, <laughs> the AMA came out, and they said that his transponder fell off. So although he was scored and dead last, uh, and it made it look like he pulled off, he's like 16th, actually. I was going to say, oh, he's, oh, wow. he, did never, he was circling the track like the Dude, whole race. So. the yeah. seat was busted off. The whole the front, front end was, was destroyed. <laughs> the bike, it's lucky it like basically just twisted in half. Dude. Yeah. God, I've done yeah. that before, man. It yeah. sucks. And then Don pointed it out when we rewatched the race. He moves his leg just in time when Dylan's coming through. Right? Dude. It was so close. <laughs> so close. So close. Yeah. Although, well, if it was like here, it probably would have been nothing. His boots would have saved Boots, him. yeah. But if it was his knee, ooh. Oh. Ouch. Mm. I mean, all of it, you like, yeah. Yikes. It still would have hurt. It still would have hurt. Yeah. So, the rest of the top three, what do you think? It's going to be good. Like, how much Cooper was able to get underneath everybody in and, corners, and, and unbelievable. Late in the late race. Late charges. Yes. Caught fire. It, like, it, you can't really use it as a fair comparison because one of Eli's laps is like a 111, the crash lap. Mm-hmm. But his average lap and Cooper's average lap is the exact same. Wow. Like, wow. to the very last millimeter or last millisecond. So, everybody's on pace with each other. His fitness is back. He was really, really Yeah, there's there. no doubt about his fitness now, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny because Cooper looks – he's like – he's not like a super lean athlete-looking guy, right? Mm-hmm. But he's obviously fit. So he, he's he's a lot leaner than he was last year. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he, he's definitely more hungry this year. Um, I think it's a contract year for him. I think he wants to really, really do good. Uh, I think he wants to prove to everybody that he's not done. You know, like even in that press conference before the race, he's like – you know, he's like, yeah, dude, I'm washed up. Like he's just like mm-hmm. – fe- he's feeding himself his own fire, it seems like, and it's mm-hmm. – it's working, man. Yeah. 
So Chase faded, tightened up. Uh, yeah, I, he, I, tightened would say, up. I would say he tightened up. Because he was, I mean, even when Malcolm was leading, Malcolm, I think, had like a few moments, and then you could see him like check back in, check back mm-hmm. in. And when Chase lined up that pass at the start of that rhythm lane, like you knew it was going to happen. And yeah. even, even too, like whenever you're you're out there and you're leading, right? Like it could seem like you're clicking off laps, but I mean, Chase, he made those few mistakes where he came up short on that rhythm section. That mm-hmm. takes it yeah. all out of you, right? Yeah. Like I mean, he could have hit his chest on the bars, and it knocked the wind out of him a little bit, and it just take the wind out of his sails a bit. I mean, it's it's just, uh, yeah, crazy. But bike looked good. Bike I mean, it did look it looked really, it really good. I think yeah. every. I mean, can you think of anybody whose bike you saw? Ken's looked weird to me. And, oh, did Kenny it? looked. Kenny looked oddly small on the bike to me. It looked like a it, bit stiff. He looked stiff, and he looked like he was like just more like cramped on the thing. I don't know. And then mm, every just uncomfortable. I don't like. We're used to Kenny just perfecting everything, and yes, the track was technical and weird, but he was clipping and OJing. Like, he usually does good in those type of conditions. Yeah, it just yeah. it looked it just looked off to me. But yeah. he has had so little time on that bike to do right. testing and all that like I kind of it's kind of what I expected. They uh I was talking to Pipes and then everybody else over there and then like right at Thanksgiving they did a cross country bomb trip to go do more suspension testing and stuff. So it'll get better. Yeah. But mm-hmm. uh yeah, I couldn't, like, from being on the floor, uh, you can just see so much, and everybody just looks kind of notchy, especially during practice. But, yeah. like, when you set up in the stands and you can see guys really linking stuff together, I wondered who looked good. Mm-hmm. So, Kenny, fifth, correct? Yeah, I think yeah, he got fifth. fifth. Kenny, fifth. Uh, when he kind of was running up front, yeah. I was all, yes, I knew it, <laughs> you know? But, like, uh, I mean, he's still in the mix. Yeah, totally. He doesn't look any worse than he did on a Honda, I think. I mean, no. I mean, comparatively, like, comparatively, yeah. yeah. But uh, I don't think he would have finished a different place on a Honda. Yeah, this weekend, right? It's funny though, being in that pit and hanging around talking to everybody. They're always everybody. There's people that are so pumped, but then there's people you can tell that are stressed. Yeah, yeah. pressure, <laughs> yeah, right? Totally, one hundred percent. And I was talking to uh, Jamie Ellis, and he he's all pumped, right? And he's telling me about everything. And, but uh, his mechanic, Sewell's, so, yeah. he, he's like, he's super happy and, and relaxed. But, like, I was like, how's the mood around the other other people and everything? Did it get more, way more serious? And they're all, yeah, yeah, way more serious. But uh, um, it's funny because I, I talked to some people and they're like, yeah, that guy right there, that guy's a dealer in, in, in Kentucky or whatever, right? And he said he had four RMZs on his floor and then – Kenny signed and they're all gone now. Oh yeah. shit, that's badass. Yeah, and then uh, Felix Tedoro, the Suzuki PR guy that we deal with, mm-hmm. he's all, dude, it's crazy. The interest in Suzuki RMZs has picked back up. Yeah, wow. I gotta say, dude, those bikes, especially the the progressive graphic on everything. Yeah, I think those good, things right? look sick. Yeah. yeah, I think they do too. I don't know. It's funny because you think about how Kenny got on the bike. With just to check a box, right, to mm-hmm. do his due diligence and do all the testing. And he says he got on the bike and was like, oh, wow. Yeah. Right? But then at the same time, we have guys like Rod Bell that filled in on the bike last year that was like, dude, this oh, thing wow. was terrible. I went <laughs> off. Yeah, well, I think it, Rod Bell was, was a little bit of a different case, right, because that was in outdoors. Mm-hmm. You know, and he obviously Ken, a- Kenny's had a little bit more um, – a little bit more testing with the bike. Yeah. I don't think Rod Bell had very many, but like outdoors with that bike, it's a little bit different because of how stiff the frame is. Mm-hmm. I think it's it, it it's a little bit more of a supercross bike. Yeah, than, than an outdoor 
outdoor bike because you'll you'll have that rigidity on the outdoors and you'll feel it in your hands. Mm-hmm. Probably so, feel a little less with an ACF bar though, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> good. Oh so, yeah. Good. Where, where like do that. you guys see? Do you see Kenny? Like I I still think dude he's gonna win a race. Yeah. Totally. Oh yeah. Yeah. And I was saying I told you I, he's gonna win one of the first three. I'm gonna say first four now because this weekend's fucked. Like, I, th- I think I don't know. I think Eli. I think either Eli or Coop or Coop will win this weekend. If you guys remember the like one of the gnarly mud races that we had at Salt Lake that one year, mm-hmm. where they like almost oh my lapped god, third. that's like one of the best races ever. Right? They almost like lapped third. So I'm thinking that if it's any t- anything like that, th- those two are just gonna be gone. Damn, mm. that was a good race. Right? That was people I, forget about that. That was so fun, and to see it in that empty stadium like that, and it was like a Sunday afternoon. Oh, that dude. was sick. And they're <laughs> just was going so for it. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I think, think this is going to be more muddy than that, though. A little bit, one hundred percent. I'm high on AP. But if they were the doing, but if they were yeah. doing that, then mm-hmm. like on that type of track, there's. I still think that even with gnarlier conditions, I think they're going to be in that same ballpark, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Um, okay, you might not have noticed this, but you might have. There was a lot of bikes smoking in the heat races. Yeah. Like really a, a lot, lot of clutch fanning. <laughs> Eli had a bike, like obviously. Joey's bike was letting off a little bit of smoke. There's a lot of 250s. Granted, it's completely different, but whoever survives this stuff this weekend, it's mm-hmm. going to be a bike survival thing 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep, Stay yeah. tone 08. Yeesh. Yeah, okay, I'm, so I'm you, sent your, you sent your practice bike up, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you and your mechanic going to do anything to protect the bike for the mud? Like, um, like, like. I, don't, I don't know yet. Uh, we need to figure that out for sure. Um, we definitely need to get foam. Uh, I have a skid plate on the way, uh, P3 carbon. Uh, Going to have a paddle tire. I need to probably put some SC1 freaking underneath the fender. <laughs> but like. Uh, I have the Acherbys, um slip over the foot peg things so mm-hmm. the foot pegs don't get all. Mm-hmm. Do you have the wrist racing mud grips? No, I the don't have those. those. No, I don't things? have those. No. No. I, do, I actually have the yeah. Pro Taper lock ons on my practice bike right now because. I needed new grips on there, and I was too lazy to. Is that risk? I made those. Mm-hmm. Those are sick. Those are sick. Yeah. What is I it? might need those. They're just like foam. I mean, it's just like the same foam you that you're gonna pack, and they just slide right over the grips. grips. So and if then you fall, you, you just... can still hang on. Yep. It's, it's cool. crazy. Like it makes your grips gigantic. Right. But Maybe. you grab them, they compress. Right. You barely tell they're on there. Huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Really? That's cool yeah. Shit. That might be able. I don't know. Yeah. What is it? Today's Tuesday. We can get them to you. Actually. I'm wondering if I should run a full waffle grip. Oh, that yeah, too. you definitely that need too. to. A full waffle. I need to get a set of full waffle grips. Mm-hmm. Does Pro, Bank, Pro Taper make a full waffle? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They do? All right, that's what I need. So I need we'll to call, get that. Call Stephen, Stephen Reed, and we'll call James Berry. Yeah. Let's make sure they run a full waffle, because that might be why there's a rental grip on Eli's bike. Yeah, maybe they don't. Maybe they don't. What if I, I just yeah, Eli's thing. gnarly. Well, why <laughs> don't I just put a half waffle upside down? Then yeah, but then you're not going to have the grip on your fingers underneath. Well, I mean, you got one finger on the clutch. Yeah, but then still, you're just gonna go <laughs> the whole time, and you're just gonna I chew mean, the but, shit out of your hands. Yeah, yeah, but the most thing you do need is like the palm, right? Oh no, Pro Taper makes this grip called a pillow top. It looks like That's, a knobby tire. I love yeah. that grip. You get the tall yeah. ones instead of the low yes. cuts. Yeah. yeah, we'll we'll do some we'll do some digging on that. We'll Pro make Taper some calls website. after. Yes, the of course. <laughs> nice, yes. yeah. Agent Don. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. So uh, I'm gonna put like a 200 cc's more of. Maximum oil in my bike. Yeah. That's a good call. Definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so how did the uh, clutch thing work out? Like, 
Has he gotten you clutch packs yet? Uh, yeah. So he dropped off two clutches uh, to me at Anaheim One. I put one of them in my practice bike, and then um, I already I had like a one day clutch in my race bike um, that I used at Anaheim One, but I think I smoked it. So mm-hmm. um, I actually made a call yesterday and ordered some more clutch plates. Uh, availability is still a little low, but uh, we're we're still getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, so the cover looks sick. Yeah, the cover does look sick. I'm, I'm stoked on that. Yeah. All. Yeah. Do you, do that, if it's that scarce, do you want the one out of our test bike? It's a Henson. Well, sh- we I could mean, pull the plates out. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not that scarce yet. Okay. No, no, we're not there Dude, yet. Dude, it's funny. I was talking to Eli for a little uh, YouTube short I made. It's like, what's the best thing in a bike? And he's like, that it's so light. It's so skinny. And da 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 da. I'm like, what part are you the hardest on? He goes, <laughs> Clutch. Oh, dude, yeah, I can smell it around the track. Huh? Yeah, I yeah. can smell it, yeah. Isn't it funny how how much Eli, really everyone that's on that bike talk about the lightness of it? Mm-hmm. And then Ferrandis is like, oh, I didn't notice the weight that much, but the engine <laughs> character I really like. Like, yeah. he's dead set on, like, I don't really notice the weight. It's weird. Hmm. His bike, did you notice how much grip tape it had on the back? Yeah. Oh, I, I need to get grip tape, skinny. too. The thing grip tape? Yeah, I need grip tape. Okay. I need to get some grip tape. You change your seat cover out? You should hit up those. Anchor I have guys. a seat cover. Who? Hit up Anchor. Anchor. He's oh, I, oh, I bought a whole a whole roll on oh, Amazon. Oh, you're just gonna make a custom one. Yeah. All right, it's cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a whole roll on Amazon. You want some? Uh, you want some Maxxis tires for your boots? <laughs> oh, on yeah, the side. Right. Yeah, like Maximus. Um, so we all kind of sucked on the predictions. Are we gonna do predictions for Oakland or? I don't think I. I should. don't think we should. I'm not worthy. Of not it. top ten. <laughs> not top ten at least. I list you top three. A lot of people like those in the comments. I'm going to go with my picks. I'm going to go with Eli Webb again, wow. one, two. Wow. And then um, AP. Yeah. Um, I think. <laughs> I think AP. I'm really curious on how Eli like salvages a bike. You know Me what I mean? too. Because like we've seen mud races before where he just smokes the bitch and it's done. Mm. Yeah, I was worried about blowing my bike up the other day whenever it was it was a little low on antifreeze, mm-hmm. and they're like, "No, dude, we, those things run forever." We held the bike wide open after a supercross with no oil or antifreeze in it. Yeah. And it didn't blow up for thirty minutes. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Because he got AP, AP, uh, Eli, Malcolm. Oh. Mm. Malcolm did good uh, in the mud. Ooh. Roger, please don't put him in all white for the mudder. No, he's, no, he's going to be in black. It's Oakland. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. that's what he said he's saving it for. Yeah. Uh, all right, Chase. Uh, AP. Coop. Don't forget Barsha's good, too. Yeah, Coop Barsha. Oh, shit. I forgot about Barsha. I in did, too. Mud. Frog Daddy. Hmm. I'm going to say Webb. Mm. Eli. Can. I guess we should type these down so we don't. I did. You did. You did. I wrote down. Um, what else? Anything else to talk about? Jason. Jason had a wild yeah. day. Jesus. He's good. He's all good, but uh, a lot of crashes. Did, a lot his, of crashes. did his face get cut up in that practice? I heard he broke his nose. Yeah, he broke his yeah. nose. No. Yes. Yep. yep. He broke his nose. What do they do for broken nose? Just shove Q-tips in it later? I don't think he does really anything with it. Oh. I mean, dude, he's broke. He broke his nose. He's lost a tooth. Like my my man guy. Yeah. Maybe that's why he bolted right after the race. He didn't want to talk to anyone. Yeah. 
But even you like guys are uh, salty about that. Dude, I'm fucking pissed. Dude, I was. Well, it wasn't that. It was more just like how many people were there that didn't need to be there. Like that's just oh. the, the VIP thing. Like at the podium, there was a drunk lady like grabbing people. There was little kids like trying to take selfies while teams were doing debriefs. You know, and you shit. know what's crazy? Uh, our moto model from a couple months ago, mm-hmm. Jessica, the girl from Brazil. Mm-hmm. She went to the race. She bought a scalp ticket to get in because it was sold out. And then she was in the press conference. Yeah. I was like, how'd you get in the press conference? She goes, ha ha, I have my ways. But like. And like, that's the thing that just gets like so fucking frustrating is because I can't be one foot out of line without Jim Perry calling somebody on the radio. Be like, get him. Or like, even when we're around, like TV people are bumping us and stuff. And it's like, all right, well, do I pay $300 and get to do whatever the fuck I want now? Because like, maybe that's what it is. Like, and nobody asks questions in the press conferences or anything like that. But uh, it's weird when. They're already going on, and then it just keeps getting bigger and bigger mm. and bigger. And then there's a father and son that are front row. Mm. Yeah. Like, it's just because they paid for it. Oakland Press Conference. Going to hear uh, Johnny Hopper from uh, Johnny Hopper YouTube channel <laughs> uh, for Eli. <laughs> yeah. You think everybody's going to be in floaties in the press conference? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's going to be so wet. I cannot. I'm, like, so excited to see how flooded it is. I just bought my kit for it. I you got a. Shin high boots, and then I have nice. a set of bib waders. Hey, so um, I hit up Brian Fullerton from Acherby's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Acherby's has uh, like mud, like mud boots mm-hmm. that you can like put your feet in. You can your put sh- your feet in your, your shoe, in? your whole shoe in. No way. Yeah, I gotta say. You know what I saw a lot of people doing during track walk the other day was they were using like the medical shoe covers, and yeah. I was like, ooh, that was pretty smart. Yeah, that's yeah. dope, man. Because even when we were rewatching the race Sunday. My feet still, like, I could see where we're they pruned. were wet spots, and my toes got cold. Like, God, it's wet and cold again. Yeah. Yeah. This weekend's going to be nuts. I got some Bruntwear boots that I have on the truck, so I'll just do those. How about the crowd, though, at A1? We didn't even really Dial, dude. Sold was, out. Did you see the bite? I, yeah. No, I didn't know that there was this many fights. I think that was your boy, dude. Yeah. Sounds like that was no, no. your podcast friends. Yeah. It looked like they were, it was all them. Um. Yeah, nice. Wow. <laughs> Good look. <laughs> See, because I went up to the top, I uh, to like the four ten five ten section, uh, right during the LCQs. First off, it was really hot up there. Like for how cool <laughs> it was on the floor, it was like eighty degrees up there. Oh, but then it's funny because it's the full moto, like, and it was cool to yeah. see everybody. And I was like, oh man, they're everybody's like well behaved up here. I didn't realize that I was like <laughs> five minutes after UFC, like two, like twenty twenty three. That poor one guy didn't that even move out of, out of his chair, dude. Dude, he had so many fists coming to his face. He was just, <laughs> just taking them. Yeah, he was probably knocked out for like 10 minutes. Uh, just couldn't move. Oh, Jesus, dude. <laughs> I'll show you the video here in a second. I've screen recorded it. Actually, I posted it on my Instagram. <laughs> on my story. <laughs> but like, you know, we uh, sitting on the floor, you looked up. It was completely full. And yeah. even the uh, stadium security people were like, yeah. we haven't seen it this full in a while. So there's, there's another thing that was kind of frustrating about Saturday is – the elevators were out of service. So oh. all this uh, all this press, that's why I was also late to the pits because we had to walk with the thousands <laughs> of other people. Yeah. But when I was walking back up right before the night show and I looked at the parking lot, I was like, dude, not only was the parking lot full, you had the light people that were trying to get in just before the night show line to the freeway. The mm. exit was jacked. Like It was mm-hmm. insane. And just talking to a couple of my friends that went, there's like one, his dad goes to every, Anaheim 
every year for God knows how long. And he's I've never seen an Anaheim that packed. I've never no. had to park where I had to park. Yeah, that's close. <laughs> and then like just how loud they were. So like loud. opening ceremonies, it was off and and yeah, all that for weird. whatever reason. But once the racing started, you could tell people were into yeah. it. Yeah, people mm-hmm. were into it. Yep, that's badass. I wonder how many people like legit are going to be there this weekend because it is a day race though too. So Ten. there is that. Ten. It's a day race. Mm-hmm. Is... Oh yeah, because you can't be in Oakland at night. <laughs> I, dude, like Oakland, like I get it, like got to go there, but like why? Every time we go there, our shit gets stolen. Every time we go there, like it's cold, it's rutted, rainy, whatever. Like they're always worried about the Oof. thing flooding. Do you think it's the same dirt that they use at the Frisco race? I doubt it. I doubt you know it, how much yeah. that'd be to like. Even just transport over the yeah. like bridge and stuff. Because I and remember at the like, Frisco race, we found a hatchet in the dirt. It's e- <laughs> it's equally as gnarly. Rebar and stuff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, eighty percent, hundred percent. Hey, Thursday looks Thursday three, three quarters of an inch on Saturday. Seventy ninety. Yeah, seventy ninety. I mean, it's just yeah, yeah. It would be cool if it wasn't raining during the race, but. Did you, hey, you guys remember twenty sixteen Vegas? Whenever like it just. Came mo- it just dumped. Like, it was sunny, sunny, hot, whatever, and then it just dumped and flooded everything. <laughs> yeah. I was the only one in the night show that didn't have an umbrella just sitting there in the fucking <laughs> 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 Just wet. Just wet, dude. I have a picture. It's so bad. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, yeah. It's so bad. All right. Well, I got some parts to order for you. So, we're going to wrap up this podcast. Again, if you want to win A-Ray's Oakland jersey. A pair of Pro Taper grips and an SML T-shirt. Comment on SwapMotoLive.com on the podcast post. Also, if you mention SwapMoto Live at WUSA, you get a nice little discount. So, oh wow! Order you some wheels and uh, this was someone. This was someone like that sent me a Snapchat. They actually they put an umbrella on me. Said, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> you had no umbrella. Yeah. All right, oh. guys. Thanks for uh, tuning in, and we'll talk to you next week. Since 1991, ProTaper has led the way in premium control components and prides themselves on providing an exciting, innovative, and complete product line to fulfill the needs of professional racers and weekend riders alike. Through revolutionary ideas like the oversized 1 and 1 8 inch handlebar and the micro handlebar kit, the only control system purpose-built for youth riders, ProTaper continues to push the limits and transform how we experience riding our motorcycles. Visit ProTaper.com for more.